0: Good evening to everyone. I think we are very fortunate to be uh, able to practice uh, the Buddha's teaching here as uh, we are uh, planning to have a, a long term retreat. So uh, I was not ready, to, I was not supposed to give a talk tonight, but uh, the Sado told me that I should talk. So, uh, at least at least for this time, I have an excuse. <laughs> so this morning, you know, uh, I don't know where to start. But uh, what struck me this morning is the the chanting, very short chanting, but I think it's very meaningful. And uh, one thing in the chanting was okay. With this practice, I pay homage to the Buddha. Huh? Do you do you, you have the you have the translation of the chanting? Hmm? So, what is the meaning? What is the what is the what is the homage that we are paying to the Buddha? That homage is when we are practicing. So, we are practicing is teaching, and. Uh, Uh, In a very short uh, sentence, as the Sarado mentioned about uh, the Buddha's teaching just this this afternoon is mostly the Four Noble Truths. So actually, the Buddha is teaching only this is suffering and then this is the way out of suffering. That's all. So if we can keep it, uh, if we we can start with a simple uh, understanding of that, then when we practice the way out that means the way to happiness the way to greater peace the way to uh, clarity and intelligence and peace so this is wh- this is how we are paying the respect to uh, to the buddha this is how we are paying homage to the buddha and also uh, i don't know to which extent you are used to see monks, but I think most of you are pretty uh, familiar with the monastics. So I think we are also human beings. So we are all human beings. Just the robe is different. Mm? But uh, in a way, in a way, when you are here, you know, for such a long time, you become also a monastic. Oh, it is in the mind mostly. Sometimes you have lay people that are behaving like monks. Sometimes you have monks that are behaving like lay people. So it depends really of our motivation it depends of um, also of our action so now when you are practicing like this you are behaving like monastics you know it doesn't mean that you have to you know to be very serious and uh, very strict with everything and you no know, no no to be a monastic is uh, is to devote yourself to Something very beautiful, something that uh, is—it's an—it's not only an ideal. It is starting with an ideal, but it's something very practical. So I would like just to just for a reminder because I didn't know exactly what to how to introduce or what to talk about. So uh, just to remind you of uh, a few uh, the major teachings of the Buddha, and one of one of. uh, One of it is uh, the gradual training. So very often in the suttas, they are speaking about the gradual training. And uh, I will just uh, read it from the book. It will be uh, easier. So when the... When the Tathagata, the Buddha, appears in the world, then uh, he is teaching, you know, he is teaching, he declares this world with its gods and uh, etc. And uh, he teaches the Dhamma good in the beginning, good in the middle, and good in the end. With the right meaning and phrasing, and he reveals all holy life that is utterly perfect and pure. So one thing, you know, one thing here, he teaches a Dhamma which is good in the beginning. That means right now you should get something. Right now we can get some benefit. This is the Dhamma. And uh, also in the middle and also in the end. So what is the benefit that we are getting now? So now the the, the sutta continues, and they say, uh, householders or householder sons, I guess, uh, daughter also. uh, Then that person hears the dhamma. Then he acquires faith in the in the teaching, and then with this faith, uh, he he thinks, oh, that life is actually a little bit, uh, you know, crowded and and uh, it's not easy and it's full of uh, inconvenience. So suppose I shave off my uh, hair and beard, so you are okay, you don't, not many people have a beard, you don't need to, uh, <laughs> to do something extra for the hair, you can leave it, no problem. <laughs> then, uh, then everything, you know, like it's a renunciation, that means it's a, it's a transition. It is a transition, not necessarily to, uh, to renounce and to say, now uh, I don't want to have anything to do with the world. It's a transition, I would say, to get a new perspective. Because when you are in your, uh, in your normal life, when you are in the, uh, with the life where you have so many duties and responsibilities, you don't have time to see clearly. It's too busy. So uh, the time that we will spend here, we should see it like that. We should see it as an opportunity to clarify our life, to get a new perspective on the life of, that we are having. And then uh, with that new perspective, uh, changing our behavior, changing the, our attitude, and then changing our actions when it is, uh, when it is needed. So the perspective is, is going to give us a uh, new understanding of uh, of reality a new understanding a new meaning also of uh, of the purpose of our life so all the time that practice of meditation is for that uh, reason that is it. it is for us to understand a little bit more about this life what are we here for and what is uh, what is uh, what is the best thing i can do with it so um, so the benefit that we are getting from practicing the Dhamma here now, from from practicing from the beginning, it is the benefit. Like for example, now he, he, he renounced the person, renounced the, the world, and then he becomes a, a monastic. And uh, and then also sometimes, if you have questions about monk or you know the, that type of life, which is not so common in in in, in, uh, in the West, you can ask for us it is rare uh, really, uh, it is very common so So the person, when he when he, he, he renounces the world, or when he goes for the meditation, then um, then he is training in the in the precepts. Like he abandons killing, and uh, he abstains from uh, killing living beings, and then to be violent. Then he uh, he abandons uh, the false speech and the speech that is not uh, true. And uh, yes and uh, he speaks, he, he adheres to truth and to trustworthy and reliable and uh, he abandons the malicious uh, speech etc you can read it just read it slowly we can have uh, we can have uh, an idea of what is the uh, what is the meaning, what is the feeling of it but also when we practice it then we get the result Like if we control our speech now, we are not talking so much. So uh, we can be more uh, aware of uh, the mental activity which is actually uh, motivating the speech. So. This is sila. Sila is uh, actually the, the actions, the physical actions, the verbal actions and also the, uh, the physical actions. This, this, is the, uh, this is the sila, this is our behavior. But also there is the sila of uh, the, the mind, the mental actions and this is also very important. So when we practice meditation, we start to be aware of the activity of our mind. Hmm? So when we do you know, when we do good things or when we are doing things that are not harming to anyone, when, then uh, we get a kind of happiness. And this is the happiness of uh, blamelessness, the happiness of uh, non-remorse. It's very peaceful and uh, it is also very important. We feel the consciousness is very pure because we don't... We, we 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 have nothing to blame. So if we can get that, if we can try to to see in our mind, oh, to which extent do I develop that that, that peacefulness of consciousness by uh, re- that that will result that that is resulting from uh, from blameless type of action. So when we can have that, then it's r- really satisfying. And there is a story also sometimes in the in the Buddha's time, and uh, it's the king. It's a king there. A king in India, and uh, he goes to the Buddha, and he says, "What is the fruit of the, the monks? What is the fruit of uh, of the uh, religious life?" And then the Buddha starts with this, uh, not like me, but uh, he starts to 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 tell all the benefits, you know, of Sira. And when he stops at the Sira, the king is so amazed. He says, "Wow! Even if..." We just, even if we were to practice only the sila, only the, the, the aspect of ethic, the aspect of morality, that by itself will be a great deal of improvement. That by itself will be very satisfying. So this is true. If we are able to observe the precepts and not in the sense, okay, to just to, uh, just to keep a very strict, uh, you know, forceful discipline, but to, 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 to have the commitment of uh, giving ourselves to a purity of life, a pure, a purity of ethic, trying to do good things, things that are not are harmful for other people, things that are not are harmful for ourselves. Then, if we are trying to do this, then uh, then the peace that we are getting is what uh, uh, is what is described there. Yeah. So when you are here you don't have you will not have uh, much occasions to break uh, your seal everything is protected and uh, this will give you a support to understand more about your mind because this is the 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 big problem is actually the mind if we can control the mind then we can control our uh, physical and verbal actions so how to control the mind is mostly done when we are aware of the mental activities and so that means we have, to, uh, we have to get introvert, and then also we have to practice uh, a kind of listening. Listening, okay, now, what is the quality of my mind? What is the, 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 the quality of my mind that sometimes it, they are neg- negative or harmful? What are the qualities of the mind that are sometimes positive and very beneficial for myself when I, when I, t- I feel peace and happiness? So, to be able to distinguish those two types of, uh, of mind is very important. So, when we are listening and when we are practicing the meditation, we are aware of the quality of our mind. So, by keeping the, the precepts, then it is helping just not to, not to, not to do things that will uh, give uh, um, mental disturbance. sometimes, if you are like <laughs> also it is gradual, so that y- so uh, you may read books and read things that uh, you may have a lot of expectation about meditation, thinking oh i 'm going to experience really fantastic you know blissful and uh, transcendent transcendental type of uh, <laughs> of experience, but uh, if it is only expectation it's not uh, it 's not the r- reality, and also you may be. Sometimes we may miss things because we are expecting too much. So, by understanding that uh, it's a gradual training, we can always come back to the to the basis. And the basis, the the basic of uh, of the practice, is uh, the foundation of mo- morality. The foundations of uh, of our actions. How do we feel when we do things? And how do, how can we feel good about ourselves when we are doing certain things? So. To some extent, we need intelligence to discern those two types of things: what is good and what is not so good. So this, all the time, you you need to uh, you need to work for that, and then now also you are practicing the meditation. So. you have to be careful about, like this, the, the other step is guarding the mind. So we have to be careful. What do we put in our mind? <laughs> because we may think, no, ev- everything is fine. I try to, to not to break the precepts, but I have a lot of disturbance in the mind. But things are, don't arise by itself. It arise uh, with causes. And the causes, uh, one Pali word for the cause is, uh, is ara. And that means uh, food, so we have also food for the mind. Which type of thoughts are we feeding our mind with? This is very important. Sometimes we will not be uh, all the day in deep Samadhi or we, we, may, we may struggle. Sometimes also the mind will revolt and the mind will just have enough of uh, you know, full day meditation. So at that time, what are we thinking and how can we feed our mind? so that we can keep in a good mood, so, so we can keep uh, motivated to practice and then to be alive and uh, to continue the, what we have to do. So this is the thoughts, this is the, the food for the mind and this is very important. This we have to cultivate. No one is going to tell you, oh you should think like this or you should think like that. Meditation is a process of maturity and uh, it's not easy because we depend on ourselves. Huh? We are our own parents. The teacher cannot can just uh, uh, give you uh, advices. and We ourselves, we have to do. And if we don't realize that for ourselves, then we will still be like children. Or when the parent is there, I try to please. And then when the parent is not there, then I'm just uh, going crazy. This is not like that. We are the parents. We are the child. So what do we want? <laughs> what do we want with our meditation? That means, oh! To know what we want means we, we, we need to have the mind very clear and uh, so to, to have the mind very clear we need to be aware of what we are thinking of and then to be aware of what we are thinking of we need to be able to make a distinction. Okay, now this, th- this type of thing I can think, this type of thing I should not think, this is harmful. So the distinction with, that, with the, the, our thinking process is important. So there is a time for thinking sometimes, and also there is a time for not thinking at all. And this is actually most of the uh, meditation uh, practice, like for the Samatha, then you should not think too much, because when we are thinking, then it's a, it's a disturbance to, to get to a uh, to higher state of, uh, of concentration. Thinking is important, so we should use thinking in, uh, in a very healthy way, but also we should uh, uh, learn States of mind that are beyond the thinking process. And this, we can uh, have access to that with the practice of uh, concentration, with the practice of samatha. So today you were introduced with the anapanasati of the mindfulness of breathing. So at that time, we should not think so much. We should just try to focus on the breath, and then to see, try to follow the breath as much as possible, and then discard the unnecessary thinking. It's almost blank. Yeah, so this is what I had written down is uh, uh, we need to settle down. So gradually, we have to settle down. Now we have come, and of course, we are waking up at uh, 4 o'clock, the bell, or there is no bell, but we have to be here at 4 o'clock. But uh, in general, we have to settle down. We have to be very comfortable. If we rush too much, now you have time, you, so you are very lucky. You you invest, you know, some a uh, big deal of your life to to spend two months or to spend three months or four months in this place. So you t- you should take it uh, on a long run, and then also to do it gradually. So when you arrive, you just all the time you you should take the time to settle down and then look to clean to clean your uh, area where you are living, to clean your body and uh, see that everything is fine, uh, that you are comfortable. So uh, if, you are co- if you make yourself comfortable, then what is that? <laughs> the real comfort is the comfort of, uh, it's a kind of well-being that is depending on, this is again in the field of ethic. This is again in the field of sila. So what you are doing, like cleaning or, this is part of your life, so this is cleaning, uh, the cleaning the external uh, uh, environment. So this type of well-being, uh, this is the uh, the cause for samadhi. So if our life is not so clean, and also uh, our environment also is not so clean, then it's it's difficult to get samadhi. If our mind also is not clean, it's very difficult to get the samadhi. But when the mind is clean, uh, it will depend, it, the external environment will very much uh, help to, uh, to, 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 the, to, uh, to bring uh, cleanliness in the mind. So, uh, you should see that, uh, that uh, everything is clean around you and you should take your time to do things. There is no rush anymore. You don't need to go anywhere and nobody will scold you if you are late for anything so you should try to be to a certain degree to be comfortable with with yourself and this type of sukha that is the sukha of ethic the sukha of sila this will bring you confidence this will bring you uh clari- this will bring you a type of happiness that that will get your mind uh, concentrated easier and also the type of uh, the type of happiness that you will develop by cleaning your mind, by uh, gradually, you know, all the the parasite, you know, parasite or virus that we have in our mind will uh, uh, will get eliminated, and the mind will get more concert- more concentrated, and there will be more uh, more another type of happiness, and then uh, the happiness of of samadhi is still higher type of happiness, and uh, the happiness that uh, we get by uh, by understanding reality. When the mind is very clear, then we understand uh, everything much better and uh, in a deeper way. So this is the happiness that we get from insight meditation or for, from the wisdom part of uh, of the teaching. Also. Uh, related to the, this morning chanting, I think it, the, the environment is very special here. Everything is clean, everything is almost perfect. And also like this morning, uh, the, it was uh, in, the, in the Sutta, in the, in the Pali, that you were chanting, then you paid homage to the Buddha and the Dhamma and the Sangha just by saying, okay, now with this practice, I pay homage to the Buddha, the Dhamma and the Sangha. So this practice is the practice of Sila but actually the chanting this morning was referring i think to the practice of metta bhavana so when you are here by abstaining from doing harm and by by doing uh, abstaining from doing harm uh, physically or verbally then uh, you are also uh, promoting the the loving kindness so uh, with the loving kindness you know the goodwill for all the beings on this uh, compound uh, you develop also uh, a purity of the mind this can also be developed uh, to uh, to attain the jhana if we practice the metta. you know but it's very supportive and the practice of metta is very often it is combined with uh, we can combine it with uh, uh, with other types of meditation, so now we are learning only one meditation, like anapanasati. But uh, often, you know, we need to combine with other. Uh, sometimes we can combine it with uh, other practice. So by practicing metta in general, uh, it is giving a very good atmosphere to uh, to the place and also to ourselves. We feel we feel much better when we when we are open and caring for other people in our mind. So if I think this is all. So you will see you know, gradually also now <coughs> it is just an introduction and now you, you just arrived. So give your time to settle down and then to calm down and uh, day by day it will get uh, more subtle and you will understand more and you will get more also you will get more s- uh, satisfaction and more happiness and more. Uh, uh, more clarity of mind. You should not make the, You should not fix the goal too far. You know, the goal that you that, that we should fix ourselves is just to improve and to improve in the sense of clarity, to improve in the sense of understanding. How do we un- how do we understand the process of our mind a little bit? You know, so there is never there is never an end to understand ourselves. And we shall always be uh, uh, encouraged to, to improve on that uh, in that direction. So uh, I am encouraging you, and I think you are you have already uh, you are already quite inspired to practice. If you have any questions, you please uh, you please uh, ask. Sometimes also, uh, if I have to give talks again, I will uh, I will ask you if when it comes, you know, to certain time, I will ask you uh, if you have any ideas, if you have suggestions of what we can talk, because uh, uh, it is very special. The, the 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 challenge we are having is actually how do we bring like like when the meditation started in the West, they they thought like the people like Joseph and Jack and all those. Uh, you know, first teacher. I mean, the the, the first teacher. They, they brought meditation from Asia, but actually, they just brought the meditation, and then not long after, they they realized that they had brought uh, the whole culture, because we cannot separate the meditation or the dhamma from the life and also from the tradition. So now our challenge actually is. Uh, is to okay how do we understand a tradition that has kept alive for 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 centuries and for millennium how do we understand that how do we make sense of uh, of uh, this type of teaching because buddhism is uh, 2500 years ago uh, old and also uh, from another uh, part of the world so uh, it kept alive through these millenniums so how do we make sense of it how how do we understand it? So, uh, I think uh, you will be able to ask uh, Sado on certain things and to have more clarity about uh, deeper aspect of, uh, of things. But also, if you want to uh, to discuss some topics, or if you think that uh, some topics may be interesting for us to talk about, you know, or to discuss, then uh, you can. We will put a suggestion 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 box and you can drop your ID's written. So, if there is no question, then we will just proceed on our meditation.